Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. The story goes that Jesus... <laughs> that was really loud. I even had my mouth closed. <laughs> December now and so we were trying to think of what would be a good thing to study and when we think of December we think of Christmas so when we think of Christmas I think of presents what do y'all think yeah. of when y'all think of when y'all think of Christmas I mean I usually think of family but yeah presents are right up there okay. yeah presents <laughs> giving all that kind of stuff yeah. yeah yeah so we thought that it would be a good idea to study gifts for the mm-hmm. month of December so today we're going to be looking mainly in James chapter 1, but we're going to have a lot of different, um, I don't know if a lot of different, we're going to have some different <laughs> uh, scriptures, but um, James chapter 1 is a beautiful passage, and I didn't realize mm-hmm. how much I loved it mm-hmm. until I started studying for this, but it just spoke so deep to my heart. And I think that this goes well with gifts because James is talking about, well, in ver- in verse 17, how every good and perfect gift comes, comes from God. Mm-hmm. And when you read the whole chapter, that doesn't really s- seem like that's the theme. Mm-hmm. The theme for that chapter is that there's going to be hardships, there's going to be trials, there's going to be temptations that come up, and mm-hmm. we need to see that as a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that James is really emphasizing having a heart of gratitude and being grateful for everything that comes your way. Mm-hmm. I'm a compare and contrast kind of person. If y'all hadn't noticed, I did that a lot. I did that with infatuation. Um, so I kind of took it as like what an ungrateful heart is versus a grateful heart. Mm-hmm. So just a few things just to name off. A grateful heart is not dependent on what the gift is. You know, it's not like, well, that's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. If it's mm-hmm. God giving you something, um, He's always. I mean, He's always gonna give you what you need. But you know, you're like, this isn't what I wanted, mm-hmm. and I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but a grateful heart, you know, just sees it as a blessing. Um, it could be a present. I've been ungrateful for presents before too, mm-hmm. just saying from family or friends. Um, mm-hmm. uh, a grateful heart is humble. It's focused on God. It doesn't take for granted the small everyday blessings. It sees every blessing from God will contribute to the plan that he has for you. It remembers to thank God in adversity, like Ava kind of mentioned, mm-hmm. and it expresses gratitude to others and it remembers God's faithfulness to you in the past. Mm-hmm. An ungrateful heart, on the other hand, it can never be satisfied. It's mm-hmm. always looking for something better. You know, you, you know, God gives you something and you're like, like I said, you, you're like, this isn't what I wanted. And mm-hmm. you're looking like, well, now, or now I want this. Mm-hmm. You know, God's given me this, but now I want this because it's going to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, an ungrateful heart rejects the giver and the gifts. It's full of pride. It's selfish. It overlooks the simple everyday blessings and doubts God's plan for you. It holds grudges against God and others. 
um, and it forgets how God has blessed you in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, That's really good. And when I was studying um, James 1, um, I think it's verse 2. Yeah, it says, Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Um, you know, when I read that, I thought, wow, you know, patience is a gift from God. Mm-hmm. And all the fruits of the Spirit are a gift from God. Um, and so he puts us through those trials, you know, like you were talking about, the grateful heart, you know, sees, um, you know, the good in the trials. And, you know, and um, so he, he puts those in front of you to teach you, you know, um, to have more patience or whatever it is, you know, yeah. um, to, to teach you different things. Um, and that in itself is a gift, you know, it's just, we've got to view it that way. So many times we don't, we, it's just like the way that we're looking at it. We look at it, you know, with that, um, pessimistic attitude instead of the, you know, the optimistic. Yeah. I like to tell myself that I'm a realist, that I'm not Mm -hmm. a pessimist, but in real life, I'm probably a pessimist. Mm -hmm. But, um, I think I kind of just view everything as a crisis and, I don't like sit and complain about things, but I see things and I f- try to figure out how to fix it. I think mm-hmm. that's the social worker in me is problem solving. If there's something wrong and I can fix it, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Um, where I see pessimistic is more of just like, well, complaining about everything. Like and everything's wrong and right. nothing can ever be right. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe I am a realist. <laughs> but and then I see optimists as being like just happy go lucky, got their head in the clouds, <laughs> has no touch with reality, just thinks that everything <laughs> is gonna be perfect all the time mm-hmm. and no matter what happens, then everything's great. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's definitely not me. <laughs> yeah. So I could have the wrong perspective on what those things are, I mean, but that's how it is for me. I kinda see optimism. I mean, I've viewed it that way before and there's mm-hmm. some people that I view as optimist that I think that about them, but really as I'm trying to be more positive, I think it is just about, you know, like you're talking about seeing things as a blessing or Mm -hmm. not being like, Oh no, like my whole world just come crashing down. Mm -hmm. Um, But just being like, you know, something comes up, some kind of trial or adversity, you're like, okay, I'm going to take this in a good way and I'm Mm going to turn it into you know, something better. I may not mm-hmm. like what's going on, but God has put this in front of me or it's here for a reason to help me grow or learn. Yeah. I mean, if you're like, God is teaching me something, what is he teaching me here? Mm-hmm. And if you, if you are looking for something to learn from it, I mean, that that's a positive, you know, and I think, of, well, I'm sorry, I mean, no, uh-uh. I think it's like, you know, we, we always try to figure out, is this God putting this to help us or is this the devil trying to tempt us? And that's always hard, but mm-hmm. maybe it's on how you view it. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, is this, I can, I can learn a lesson from this. Mm-hmm. And if you take it the other way, it's, you know, the devil trying to pull you away from God. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it may not be like one being putting, putting this thing in front of you. It's just, you know, it happens and it's how you react to it. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. some of the biggest trials I've faced in my life, I've learned the biggest lessons mm-hmm. from. I mean, when I look back, I'm like, wow, you know, like I used to think that was the worst thing that ever happened to me. But now I see it as like, you know, that's probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Like it seemed terrible, but it's taught me so much. Yeah. And we know in James chapter one, I'm trying to find the verse Mm -hmm. where it talks about um, that no one's tempted by God. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, It's down in verse 13. um, So it talks about later uh, in verse 14 where it talks about how. When you're tempted, it's because that you have drawn away from God. Mm-hmm. Do you remember mind reading like 12 through 15? Yeah. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, 
he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. So I think before, I always read that as, like, if you are going through a trial in your life, it's because you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. It's because the what, devil's putting it in front of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not just because, because um, it, it, you know, it talks about that, you know, you should look at those things as a blessing. So if God didn't allow it to happen, then you wouldn't grow. Mm-hmm. So... A trial, I guess, is not always the same as a temptation because I think it can turn into a temptation. If you are having a trial and it turns into a temptation by, Mm -hmm. you know, doubting God or cursing God or whatever it is, you know, it can definitely elevate to that status. But if we can um, take a step back and kind of put our emotions aside a little bit and like you were saying like try to learn what is God telling me Mm -hmm. because just for example recently I went on a job interview and I was really excited about the job it seemed like the perfect job for me I knew I was going to be working with good Christian people and I was like this is what God wants me to do is Mm -hmm. what I thought and I didn't get it because I wasn't qualified so (laughs) (laughs) so I could have been like well that's dumb you know I could have been real sad about it and I was Mm -hmm. sad about it but I wasn't like angry about it I guess Mm -hmm. but fast forward a few months and the one of the people that I interviewed with knew of a job opening of something that I was qualified for and something that I'd been doing and that I was good at Mm -hmm. and um, it's with a different company and so Um, I interviewed through that process and so I'm going to be working there now and I'm Mm -hmm. really excited about that position so Mm -hmm. it's just kind of how like now I can see like well that was God putting me in connection with that person who could put me in connection with this job and it seems like everything's gonna work out Mm -hmm. so at the time it you know I see point a to point b and God's Mm -hmm. like you're not gonna stop till point z you Mm -hmm. know so it's like it's hard when we're so tunnel vision, I yeah, guess. Yeah, sure. And if you would have had, like, the pessimistic mindset on it, you know, you would have been, like, feeling sorry for yourself. I mean, it's okay to be sad if things don't go your way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, God gave us the emotion, so it's okay to be upset. Um, you know, it's what we do with that. But, um, you know, if, if you would have got discouraged and just been, like, feeling sorry for yourself and be like, oh, I'm just not going to do any more interviews. I'm just over. I'm just going to be in this job forever and just be miserable you know, then you wouldn't have taken this opportunity. You would you wouldn't have listened to this new girl that you met. You know, you just feel like, no, it's it's just not for me. I just you know because you mm-hmm. would have felt sorry for yourself, mm-hmm. and um, instead of being like, okay, let's try again, you know, so yeah. yeah. And I am in no way bragging about myself either, <laughs> but um, the trial that I'm currently going through, I know I've talked about it on social media and stuff about um, you know my infertility journey. So we don't really know when the end is, but by traveling this journey, I've grown Mm -hmm. closer to my husband. I've grown spiritually, and I've learned about a program that we're going to be participating in where um, it's very pro-life, and it's helping solve a problem Mm -hmm. that is millions of frozen embryos, frozen human lives just waiting to 
have a chance. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to work out either <laughs> the way I don't want it to, but whatever it is, it's going to be God's plan. So mm-hmm. sometimes he sets those things in front of you too, like to help someone down the line. Like you don't know who you'll meet down the line that needs help and needs, you know, some encouragement or maybe just some information, you know, that you can pass along to. I mean, sometimes it's as simple as that, you know, just to help someone else. Yeah. How do we change our perspective to seeing our trials as a gift from God? Because um, hmm. <laughs> it's it's very hard when you're in it. It's mm-hmm. a little easier once you have kind of gone the distance where you look back and yeah. see, you know, 20 years down the road, you look back and you're like, okay, I see God. But it's hard to see God when you're in it. I think part of it is what I mentioned in my list was um, remembering God's faithfulness to you in the past because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, we tend to be very forgetful of things. It's like once we move past something, we forget the things that God or you know other people in our lives have done for us, and we just mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know, like you said, tunnel vision. It's like we're just focused on the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's this quote that I, I saw that I really liked about gratitude. It said, Remember what you now have was once among the things you had only hoped for. Mm-hmm. And that just like, really stuck with me because I'm bad about that too. I focus on what I think I lack. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily what God thinks I lack. It's, you know, maybe he's preparing me for that. Um, cause oh, you said lack. Lack. You said lack. Like. Lack. L-A-C-K. Okay. But then I look at what I have now. I look at where I am, you know, with my job, with my friends, my family, and with this podcast even, mm-hmm. and I think about, you know, praying, and I mean, I don't think I've ever prayed that God would give me a chance to do a podcast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, I've always kind of had this feeling that, I mean, I'm not one to draw attention to myself. I don't want to be the center of attention, but mm-hmm. I like to feel like I'm working towards something that has a, a good and higher purpose, and mm-hmm. you know, I feel like God has put me in the path in my career to where I'm working towards something good. And where I'm on a path to do to be able to do something good in the future and have a good career. And with this podcast, I feel like he has, you know, he brought the three of us together for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ava kind of came to us with this idea. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just worked out and feel like we're working towards something good to help other people. Mm-hmm. And so I think you just have to remember that whatever it is, God is going to work it for your good and for other people's good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think just trying to see God in the small things, you know, like maybe you can't see God in the trial that you're facing right now because it is tough a lot of times um, when you're in the moment, you know. And um, so if you just look around you outside of that trial and just see God in different things, you know, in your life as you're living, you know, each day. And I think that will kind of train your brain to think more positively. I mean, I think we've kind of talked about that before when you kind of start thinking a little positive your mind just starts okay this feels good like let's keep doing this so um I think you just start small you know you don't have to tackle that trial right away and be like okay well we got to find out where the positive Mm -hmm. is in this you know um you can start with you know just the simple day-to-day stuff I think you become happier when you do that or more joyful it's like if you focus on these are the good things in my life Mm -hmm. it makes you almost forget about the things that you think you don't have right Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I and like we said earlier, like it's okay to to feel sad. I've recently been reading the book of Job, and you know he went through a lot of trials. Mm-hmm. And um, I always thought, I guess, just like in Sunday school growing up, it's like you know Job had all these terrible things happen to him, and he was faithful, and then God 
restored all of his stuff that he lost. <laughs> and but I, n- I guess I never really sat down and read it. But mm-hmm. I mean, Joe goes through a hard time emotionally and mentally. Yeah. You know, he's not happy go lucky all the time. He's not praising God for his boils and all of his kids mm, being right. deceased. What? All of his <laughs> kids being killed. He's not happy all the time. And that's okay, but he recognizes God's power and he knows that God has control over it even when it feels like it's out of control. Mm-hmm. That's good. That was good. So, I, and also, I mean, there's a lot of petty things that I consider as trials in my life. But just mm-hmm. like Marina had posted a few weeks ago about um, something that our preacher had talked mm-hmm. about in one of his lessons, you know, if you got to keep everything that you prayed for, how did he say it? Yeah, if you if you woke up with everything that you thanked God for the day before, yeah, you know, how much would you have? Right. And yeah, it goes along with gratitude, you know, just being grateful. For the little things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you woke up without it the next day, like, you would miss it, you know? Yeah. If you didn't thank God for your bed and you woke up the next day without a bed, I mean, I know you would be okay. But just, you know, simple things like that. I mean, water. I mean, we can't survive without water. Like, how many times have we thanked God for giving us water? You know, things like that. Yeah. And I think I've said it before, too. Like, if if you think of all the things that you complain about, it's probably Mm -hmm. something that someone else is praying for. You know, we Mm -hmm. complain about our jobs. We complain about school. We complain about our relationships. But... Mm-hmm. Other people are praying for things that we take for granted. It's true. Another example that we have in the Bible about gratitude is found in Luke chapter 17. The story goes that Jesus had come upon 10 people who had leprosy. And so he healed them all. And, well, he told them all to, to go before the priest because they hadn't been healed yet. So when they had realized that they had been healed, none of them ran to the priest. And the other one turned back to thank Jesus for for what he had done. And I think it's interesting that Jesus still kept them all healed as Mm -hmm. far as we know. You know, he didn't take back his blessing, but, you know, he praised the the one that did come back to to thank him. But it's kind of like... You know, he gives us all gifts. He gives us, you know, all blessings. And, um, you know, the ones who see them as gifts and praise God and thank God and, you know, have a relationship with God, you know, then they are rewarded. And, you know, I mean, the rest are just, they still have those blessings. They just never see it that way. So they never get the reward because they never saw it as a reward. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? That goes Um, back to, to James chapter one. In verse 12, where it says that blessed is the man who endures mm-hmm. temptation for when he has been approved, um, he will receive the crown of life. Mm-hmm. So, you get a crown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed this first segment about gifts from God and that whenever you come across a trial in the future, that you see it as a gift from God and you try to be perfect in your optimism Mm -hmm. and also that you always remember to be kind be humble and be grateful bye